Hello, sports fans, and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about the great game of rugby league. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined, like always, my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? Hey, mate, I'm doing very well. Um, you didn't say that you know very little, so is our esteemed knowledge of the game finally rubbing off on you, and you're now an expert as well? Nah, mate, just, it's all on autopilot. Some of it I remember, some of it I don't. You know, don't worry about it. Don't, don't ever think it, mate. Don't ever think it. Just like this podcast, don't ever just, think it. That's it. Uh, Go with the fly. Principal's back from his uh, trip. How are you, you mate? Uh, yeah, good Good to be back. Um, still probably wish I was in it, the warm weather. Isn't good to be back, though? I was going to say, yeah, like, would you rather like, just be on holidays still? Enjoying it? Yeah, mate. Probably. Raiders are winning yes. at least. That's good for Raiders me. Raiders are winning. I've missed two weeks of footy. I have no idea what's happened. Even last week, I was back, but I was, you know, jet lag was uh, sort of yeah. messed with my mind a bit. But we'll get there. I'm looking forward to the the weekend's uh, footy coming up. Yeah, we don't have the Phantom, but we do have the Frog. Hello, Frog. How you going, mate? Hi, boys. I think I know what's rubbing off on our moderator, and it's got nothing to do with knowledge from you, blokes. By the way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the smartest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. That's not a very high bar. It's very no, low bar. It's but not. Neither is this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, sorry to all our three listeners for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's, 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 there's more than three. There's, there's four. Much more, but there'll be more. Oh, at least. <laughs> four. Uh, anyway, I don't have my beers, but uh, it's very cold here. I was going to get a bloody hot chocolate or something. But anyway, round 20, I didn't get a chance to watch any of these games, so I'm hoping you guys did. Uh, Knights vs West Tigers Who watched yeah. that one Who can start us off Did anyone care I don't think anyone Watched Sorry, this game we still talking I about certainly didn't yeah. I'm, I'm fine with skipping Believe you me Yeah look There wasn't much Look Tam Pong A great game That's about it Yeah Ponga was great And apparently now Bradman Best Is the greatest centre In the world After his origin So he played pretty well oh, Of course Isn't it just Just ridiculous Like the talk about that Just <laughs> Yep <find laughs> Scores a couple uh, oh, Alright yeah, Anyway well, Smokes, here's one that I do know. Oh, we'll talk watched. about this one. The Bulldogs versus we'll the Broncos. Um, yeah, look, uh, look, first 30 minutes, we were not very good, I've got to say. We were very clunky. I think that was a combination of coming off the bye and also resting all of the Origin players, and we had some guys out injured as well. So I think we are down about six of our starting 17. However, once we sort of got past that, that initial hurdle, that first 30 minutes, I think it was... I think it was 18 all after 30 minutes. From that point, we were pretty much in control. Adam Reynolds was fantastic. He really was. That was the best game he's played in about a month. He was he was really good. Brendan Piakura, uh filling in for Jordan Ricky. I thought he was outstanding. He is he's just a real mongrel. He runs so hard. He's he runs great lines. He was involved in the first try. Um, uh, the Dell's young fella, Tristan. Um, Tristan Saylor, wow, what a, what a great um, effort he's put in when, when, with Walsh out for that suspension. Uh, he, I think he made 175 metres, a couple of try assists. He organised pretty well at the back in defence. Really capable of replacement. And he's been, been extend, his contract's been extended, so he's, um, he'll play more first grade for the Broncos. If it's not this year, he'll certainly come in the, uh, in the years to come. Uh, but yeah, that was sort of, I guess, the the highlights there for the Broncos. Uh, Frog, what did, what were your thoughts on the match? Oh look, I, I thought I thought the Broncos were solid. 
without being fantastic. I don't think they really hit their straps, but as you say, with six players not backing up, they put a very good squad on the pack. Their depth is quite good. Uh, I'm a real fan of this Percorer. I picked him out ooh, about a month ago in a game at Suncorp. He looks like a real beast to me. So the Broncos have got so many good... Um, they've got so much depth in their forwards this year. I think it's going to stand them in good stead when we get towards the back end of the season with those uh, with those important games. And importantly, they were able to give uh, their origin players a rest. So, yeah, look, they were good. They were solid. They... The trick for them now is to to go to that next level um, for the rest of the year. But at the present time, they're uh, they're travelling quite nicely. Yeah. All right. And then the Roosters got beaten by the Storm. Oh, if Phantom was only oh, here. I think, I, I think the Principal better take Phantom's spot here and talk about that match. Oh, look, can't even remember it. But, you know... It was glorious, you know. Roosters losing, you can't. I love your use of the word "glorious." Glorious, I love. I reckon that's your favourite word. I love it. I think it's glorious how you use it. It's uh, name of the podcast this week. Glorious, it's glorious, Uh, absolutely glorious. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, this is pretty much went to script, didn't it? The storm. Um, running away with it against the Roosters. I don't even know the score. I did watch a little bit of this game, but I was a bit sort of. Hazy with it. it um, was... Roosters still struggling to score, really. It's the, yeah. same, it's the same thing. They, they, the Roosters went all right for probably It was close for a long while. First, it was close for Probably 20 minutes, while. yeah. Um, and, sort, um, of, sort of in the second half, the storm started to pull away. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right, they, actually, they made, yeah. They, they made about twice as many line breaks as the storm, though, the Roosters, but their, their inability to finish, finish pieces off um, is, is really hurting them. Um, I'm just trying to think if, if there's anything else to take out of this game. I mean, Frog, can you think of anything else with this? I mean, I, I thought Xavier Coates' try was great, the first one that he scored. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I heard someone say something quite interesting about the Roosters only about half an hour ago, and I think it's true. They, look, they're, we all know they've got a very, very good roster, let's face it, but it doesn't work because what... What they appear to be missing, remember those really good club players they had like Mitch Orbinson, um, yeah. Luke Rickardson, guys like that. Mm. These guys aren't in their team now. These are the and like your Reuben Cotters for, <clears throat> for the Cowboys. Yeah. They don't have any they don't have any of those types of players in their squad and I think they're suffering as a result. They might be a squad that's got too many stars. Um mm. I, I don't know. Not enough workers. We, we all know they've got talent. But it's just not working for them. So I think at the end of the year, there needs to be a bit of an overhaul of, of the, a lot of the players that they've got to have a real good hard look at them. Um, mm. Because they've certainly been the disappointment of the season, which probably makes a few people on this panel fairly happy. Yeah, happy days. But yeah, <laughs> Kiri's been really disappointing as well. Like, you know, he's really need to step up without mm. the... Um, with, we had another... Known half, really? I don't even know what their half, the other half's name, the person playing. Um, dropping dropping him, Sam Walker when they did just, was, was quite ridiculous, I think. But um, I guess know. it was in hindsight, but yeah, he was playing pretty shocking himself, wasn't he, really? He was, he was, but, but days, at but least, at least he's cre- he creates points for them. That, that's something yeah. that, that he absolutely does. And, you know, they, they rested Tedesco, there's been a lot of talk about that. I I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, the bloke pretty much backs up all the time. And what the one time that, you know, I'm guessing the coach said, mate, I'm sitting you down, you need a break. And 
I think Frog, you might have said to me, Robinson knows their season's cooked. He knows that they're not going anywhere this year, so why would you bother playing him? Why would you bother risking injuring him when, when he's going to be fatigued from that? The seasons are like, they, of course he's got to put up a good front and say, look, oh, you yeah, know, I believe in our team and we can come back and we can make the finals. He knows deep down they can't. Coaches know when their team is cooked and, and he knows that they're, that they're done. Yeah, I agree. And look, I, I, it's, it's just typical of the media making a, what's, the, what's the term, a torment, a storm out of a teacup. It was a nothing mm. story. I mean, yep. the guy they had at fullback's a fair replacement. Yeah. Um, so he yeah, wasn't, exactly. and as if he was going to make a difference to that scoreline. Seriously? No. Nah, it's another, no, it's right. another non-story. I mean, if he went to Bali, oh, my God, I can't imagine what would have happened if he went to Bali. Where'd he go? To Tamworth or something, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Byron, wasn't it? Or Byron or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, Byron. Well, the, yeah, the, I'm just... guessing the coach said, mate, go have a break. Don't cover the game. Go and have a break. And you know what? That's the end of it. Um, he was had some good need... weed up there too, so he's probably had a good time. Oh, Look, the media, the media need a bit of a break from talking about West Tigers. They just need to be a little bit fair. They talk <laughs> oh, about West Tigers what? for six days of the week, and they go, oh, oh. Quick, we've got to find another story. Tedesco, we'll just Oh, Tedesco, yeah, let's, let's say, we'll, oh, he's the captain. Yeah. He should have been there. Right, 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 right. And then we go back to the Tigers again, and we start all over. So and it's uh, <laughs> Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is. It's a vicious cycle, I, isn't it? It fucking is if you're a Tigers fan. You'd be sick of hearing about it, wouldn't you? It's just it's relentless, isn't it? I'm sick of hearing about it. I just it's so hard to read some of the news articles at the moment. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a there was a good game before that too, wasn't there? Um, Frog, uh, we caught a bit of this game, the Cowboys game. That was a that was a pretty pretty close contest, which was a little bit surprising in a way. Yeah, that was a good game. I enjoyed that. Always enjoy watching the Cowboys play. Yeah, they they they've. Except that real... one time. Except for, yeah, we, we, no, <laughs> shut up. We don't talk about that. <laughs> it's like a, I, I blacked it out. I did you can have fuck it. off back to Bali yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, the cows are... So salty, so salty. Yeah, well, it, well, I'm hoping in a couple of months' time that salt will finally dissipate. Um... <laughs> But, you know, we'll see. Uh, no, they were, they were pretty good cows. I mean, they've been really good since since the Tigers gave them that flogging a couple of months back. They've they've been quite strong and, you know, they're only outside the, the top eight on four and against. And they do have a buy up their sleeve, which a couple of teams just above them don't. So I think they're primed for the finals. Like to make yeah, but finals, I, look, I think with the teams like this that come from nowhere, come from the clouds, get into the eight, go on a run, I think they ultimately run out of steam most of the yeah, time. Yeah, they usually They're do. a good team. I, I can't see them winning it. It's really only um, when Parramatta made that run from nowhere that they then went on to get to the grand final. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Normally if a team, like, oh, they've got to win eight of their last ten or whatever and they do it, they're then, they're then usually gas and they usually go out in the first week. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Yeah. All right, well, that's all Saturday's games. On to Sunday, we had New Zealand Warriors uh, convincingly beating the Sharks, uh, 44 to 12. Wow. Th- um, this is a beat-up, wasn't it? Well, is, they, um... they, just can't, they just can't beat the top eight teams. The only top eight team they've beaten this year, the Sharks, were Parramatta in round two by, I think, two points or whatever it was. And I think Parramatta are, are actually going to probably miss the eight when you look at what their draw is coming up. So by the end of the year, it might not count as beating a top eight team. They probably won't be there. So, 
Um, what what I've learned about the Warriors in this game is a couple things. I mean, I, I think I, I've been saying all season I've been quite surprised at how well they've gone, but this game in particular, they were they were outstanding. And I know this is going to sound so simplistic, but I reckon man for man they run harder than any team at the moment. They they you just watch the intent they run with and. And their support players so good. If someone pokes their head through the line or makes a break, they've got plenty of support players to take advantage of it. I mean, Johnson's having a field day, field day just putting guys through holes. And that Metcalf at 5'8", he, he does a great job for them too. I, I, Tamare Martin might struggle to get back into that team when he's back from injury because these guys are going really well. It's going to be hard to, to change the team that's winning. Well, I, I mean, I think... Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think <clears> they've... Uh, they need to start preparing for the finals and maybe rest a few players this week. That oh, of course, be good. yeah. You'd, um, you'd love that, would That'd you? be fantastic. <laughs> Just, you know, rest a few of them. Maybe Johnson, their forward pack, Chance. And the Vanilla Blake. Just yeah, in his break. But, um, no, they're going, they're, they're going fantastic. And it, they've made going to New Zealand very difficult again. And they, they're winning outside of New Zealand as well, which is... Yeah. Um, they're a real threat, well, they, really. They, they, now, but... they still have a buy up their sleeve, and apart yeah. from you blokes on Friday, they do not play another top eight team this year. Yeah, well... So they are absolutely primed to finish in the top four, in, yeah, in my view. I'll finish I, top four. I yeah, love, I, I love that winger. What's his name? That Oh, uh, Wateni Zelezniak. Oh, jeez, good yeah. to watch. He's such a good player. He's a good finisher. I'm I'm changing my view of them a bit. I always thought they were a very well coached team and they were overperforming. I, gee, I watched them. I watched that game against the Sharks, and apart from that, it was delightful to see the Sharks get their ass handed to them. Um, it they're a very good they're a very good team. They're a very good football team. So yeah, good on them. I'm I'm pleased for them. Yeah. I love this. I love this podcast. How we love that the teams are losing. You know, oh, we're very happy. It, there's so many teams that were like, it's like roosters for me. Yeah, we're so happy. We're just very happy for lo- the teams to lose. This is true. Not so much for the teams winning. We're just this very happy. When Speaking of a team who I would have liked to have seen lost and for a moment, it looked like they were going to. Yeah, that's right. The Dolphins lost to the Panthers. Mm, this was a pretty good game of footy. It, lo- it looked early on like the Dolphins were going to get smoked because... I think after about 12 or 14 minutes, Panthers had put three tries on. Uh, thankfully for the Dolphins, they, they, they didn't have their goal-kicking boots on to start the game because they didn't convert any of them. And the Dolphins have slowly but surely worked their way, way back into the game. Cody Nicaruma, I thought, was quite good uh, at fullback. He, he, um, he had, some, had a couple of line breaks and he scored a try himself. Uh, the back rower who scored that try from the grubber kick, I thought that was really just it was sort of out of nothing, but it was really well spotted. And then my mate, the hammer, scoring another try, put them in the lead, and I thought, here we go, the the upset's on. But then Penrith jagged a couple of tries in the final 10 minutes and kept on their merry way, despite what I thought was some very contentious decisions. But I'll pass it over to someone else to talk now before I get angry about it. Uh, didn't really see the game, so I'll take your word for some of the decisions. I saw some of the messages coming through, um, but yes, I well, didn't the, really the, see this one. And look, they weren't... Okay, the tries that were scored were tries. That's not what was contentious. What was contentious about when the Panthers scored the try to get the lead back, 
About three tackles before it, there was a blatant forward pass by Luai. It went at least a metre forward. And again, no one calls it. They just let all this shit go. And then a couple of plays before the final try was scored, uh, Ewan Aitken was hit flush in the face with a high tackle. He stayed down. He was you know, he was probably staying down to try and get the penalty. The bunker looked and went, no, nah, play the ball. And then because they were in the deep in their own, and they had to try a miracle play, it didn't come off, and then Penrith scored a couple of tackles later. Uh, instead of them being attacking the Panthers' line, they had to play the ball 10 metres out. So I thought it was just a bit of a rough way to finish what was a, a pretty good contest. It, it seems to me that the, the, the 50-50 calls, and they're not howlers, they're not... Some of the calls aren't howlers, but generally speaking, the 50-50 calls go to the team that is expected to win. And, and it, oh, I, don't, I don't necessarily believe in conspiracy theories. I don't know whether it's a psychological thing, but, gee, their favoured team gets the rub of the green so much. And it happened twice on, uh, on the weekend with Western Sydney teams, um, who were the, both were favourites against lesser teams and uh, which with each critical decision they got the rub of the green I, I don't know it's just well the, the, the bit about. that I didn't get about it, so Ewan Aitken doesn't get a penalty when he got hit high but in the first half they gave a penalty against Jared Wallace for supposedly hitting high and he went to the judiciary and got cleared so that would suggest that the penalty was wrong I don't know I don't know I don't know whatever no one knows. It's no one knows what goes NRL's fucking lottery. It is. It is. It's very much a lottery. Speaking of lotteries, we had oh. another one. Oh, we game. did. Oh, I've got some things to say about this one. This is a nice game. This is a close game. Uh, Eels won to the Titans 25-24. Yeah, I've got a few, got a few things lovely... to say about this one. Okay. First, all right, first well, of all, quite a, quite a good contest. Close game. These two always seem to have fairly close games and quite high scoring games, which is, always makes it fun to watch. Okay, so Parramatta had two players put in the sin bin in the first half within a couple of minutes of each other. First, Mike Acevo was sin bin for a high shot. Turns out it was the right decision because he's now been suspended for four matches. A few minutes later, Regan Campbell-Gillard... I don't, people can try and say, oh, it was lazy. It wasn't lazy. He intentionally kneed that bloke in the back. He quite literally held his arms up in the air and fell on him with his knees. He ran in and fell on him with his knees. I am convinced the only reason he was sin-binned and not sent off is because they already had a player in the bin. He should have been sent immediately. That was blatant. That was deliberate. And he gets a four-week suspension. I ask you this. He blatantly needs someone in the back intentionally, and that's four weeks. Reese Walsh maybe swore at a referee and he got three. Tell me where the fucking priorities are. Are you serious? Like, one was subjective, one was blatant and clear through the footage, what he did. That is fucking ridiculous. Now, anyway, the, the other thing that is ridiculous, that, that last try that was awarded to Gutherson, that was not conclusive. That was not conclusive that he got that ball down before his leg went out. Sure enough, they and the on-field ref said no try. But that's all right. We'll just overturn the on-field ref without conclusive evidence, level the game up, and then the final killer, the Gold Coast go for field goal, have the ball charged down by a player who was four metres offside. Wasn't it only the week before that they got fucked over with that exact same thing? They were offside from someone attempting a field goal, so they gave the penalty to the, the Dolphins, and the Dolphins won the game? 
So they've been robbed of a victory because they, they kicked the penalty goal. They're game over. It's The Titans have absolutely every right to feel fucking pissed off because, first of all, the only time that penalty got called was against them. And then the, the very following week, they don't get it in return. You give them those two wins, they're in the top eight at the moment. And what Rand. a monologue that was. And Rand. Wow. There we go. You yeah, must be exhausted. I am. I'm, I'm, not quite, I'm my not team quite. and I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> I know. I'm very passionate. I'm not quite as He's... fired up about it, but generally speaking, I watch that game and, and I agree with you. The, the, the Regan-Campbell-Gillard one is interesting because... That should have been eight weeks and sent off. Quite often when players cop a knee in the back, guys are going at tremendous pace... They're already halfway through trying to get into, I don't know, stop a try or something, and they cop an accidental knee in the back. Campbell Gillard wasn't even going at pace, and he changed his gait. He actually changed his gait when he was running to lean in, bend his knees, and knee that guy in the back. That's Every time I saw it yesterday, it got worse. And if that's not an intentional act, I haven't seen one. And... I think Smokes is right. He he wasn't sent off because there was already another player in the bin, so the most he got was a bin. I don't get I don't care if the guy's a fucking saint. I don't care if he hangs around with Nico Hines, which makes him the second best guy in the world. That was fucking intentional. That was intentional. Yeah, it and was. that's an it was absolute blatant. immediate send off. And again, here we go, those three critical decisions you're talking about again, went in favour of the team that was expected to win. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You get sick of talking about this shit because you get the same shit every week. The inconsistency yep. is staggering. And, 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 and yep. look, I know we didn't mention it, but uh, talk about an inconsistency. Uh, fucking Cobo kids put in the oh, sin bin. That was bullshit, um, wasn't because, it? Because now there's a, there's a tendency, if you're, if you're a ball runner now, you can't put your arms up to protect yourself. And when he cops an accidental knee on the way down, they blame that on the bumper. Yeah, and put that, him in that the was bin. The, that was the bunker just not looking at the footage properly. That was a disgraceful decision. And they conveniently looked at the replay from behind the Bulldogs player head, where it made it look like it was the forearm connecting. When you saw the front on shot, it was Cobo's hand that was pushing his face, which is just a legitimate palm. And you're right, the reason that he got the bloody nose and stayed down injured, and I'm not, I'm not questioning the player staying down, because he didn't return, because he had a concussion. He, he, he failed his concussion test. He stayed down because when he fell to the ground, it was a body collision, and, and Cobo's knees landed on his face by accident. Well, come on. And, and he got cleared the next day, because obviously the match review committee said, well, obviously, well, there wasn't anything wrong here. So we had 10, 10 minutes in the bin for him. That happens in a grand final. Fucking people are going to lose their minds. It's just all this uh, anti-Queensland. It's a it conspiracy. is. They, were, right, they, yeah. they, they wanted to make sure it wasn't a maroon wash. <laughs> and they wanted to try... You won the series. Yes, guess what? You've, you've the Bulldogs are another four. Western Sydney team. Of course. So just, all Western just, Sydney teams are trying to get favours against the Queensland teams. Can our host put a little violin noise here? Just play a bit of a violin and we'll all be sad for you. We'll take, yeah. 
Of course, I don't <laughs> so, buy into the conspiracy theories about Queenslanders, but no, 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 I, no, I, I, I think it's simpler than that. It's just total fucking incompetence. Yeah, no, I was, I was obviously saying that in jest. Yeah, but um, yes, we get that. But yeah, it's um, we get. It that. makes for good banter anyway. All right. Well, enough of that banter. Uh, that was very passionate. I like it. But yeah, we're gonna move on. Uh, so round twenty, a lot of us got. Perfect rounds, actually. Seven out of seven. Yes. Uh, Frog got five out of seven, but that's okay. It's always good to go for those. a couple of roughies. Sort of... Yeah. Fucking yeah. Terrible. I'm just a guest. Uh, and season... Yeah, that's right. It's okay. Season-wide, I don't know what uh, our principal's round 19 was. I've got his round 20, but uh, we're all getting a bit close there. 100, 102, 93, mm. and I'm missing one mm. week. So, yeah, it's uh, it's... It's getting a bit serious towards the end of the year. I have it on good authority that the principal tipped Queensland in round 19. Or maybe a fan actually sent his tips who he might be on like 70 instead of 57. (laughs) For for his five rounds that he hasn't submitted. Leave him down there. Leave him down (coughs) there. It's where he belongs. All right. Just right. like his uh, team. Moving on to some news headlines. Ooh, we've got some colourful language here. Go and get effed. Smith fires back after laughing with stormmates after loss. Brandon Smith, (laughs) eh? You Again, know what? They're just culture, mate. This is another. Let's find a story out of nothing. Yeah, we like, need what? to swap from the West Tigers stories, and this is yeah. another one that he did this is nothing. nothing. He did nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. The game's over. Results decided. He's having a laugh with his ex-teammates who he played with for about what eight years, eight seasons there, and he's having a bit of a joke and a laugh with them. Um, he's entitled to do that. I've never had a problem with players doing that after a game. It doesn't mean that they don't care that they lost. And, and they, they quite rightly showed the footage afterwards when he was back in the dressing shed with the rest of the Roosters team. They all had their heads down. They were disappointed. But what, he has to, he has to cry like a sook on the field that they lost or can he just have a bit of a laugh with his mates? I mean, he was on. laughing at his team anyway. He's well, laughing at the joke I'll, that the Roosters are I would are laugh at them too. He's, well, he's probably yeah, saying, ha-ha, just... boys, the infiltration worked. I'm purposely playing shit for them. But it was it's such right. a well, We can skip past it. That's fine. Oh, yeah. uh, moving on to this next one. NRL great slams Seabold as insecure over bizarre move to reveal Manly's management details. Um, can I lead off on this one? Yeah. This is fucking Gordon Tallis just having a whinge about Seabold because he hates him. Um, again, it's a bullshit nothing story. What, so Manly put up the number of players that are, that are managed by whoever's managing them. Big fucking deal. It's, again, it's a non-story and it's boring. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, Lots of these are in. I didn't have a problem. Like, I, I, I kind of actually found the list kind of interesting. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that list for other clubs too to see how they've got... You know, the list was obviously the player managers and how many players they've got at that club. I, I wouldn't mind seeing what some of the other clubs are like. It'd be kind of make for some interesting reading, but, you know. It'd look, be good if you could compare. Like, it's yeah, seeing this alone, you know, I couldn't care less, but it would be interesting to see if there's clubs that are That have got actually, a heavy, heavy favour yeah, to particular guys. Or to not, a or, particular one, yeah. Um, and well, I want to know why Manly's got 39 players on their roster to start with. Well, that's, that's what I've found. Yeah, when you add it up, <laughs> add 39. I thought the squad was supposed to be 30, so... Yeah. yeah. But, um, look, they're, they're, yeah, you're right. They're trying to drum it up because of what happened at the Broncos when Seabold was there and how Isaac Moses managed him and managed quite a few Broncos players and it, it totally fucked their salary cap and, and all that. But, 
you know, I guess if it happens here, I don't care too much because it's manly, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then you got the help to help me out with this one. Fight us or oh, no, my last oh, you know yep. you need to give it a go. Go. This will be our podcast. Tino Falusamali. <laughs> just, just call him Big Tino. Tino, yeah. Big Tino, Tino activates Gold Coast get out clause as suitors line up. Tino Falusamali. Uh, this, uh, uh, <laughs> this, this story is a lot more interesting. <coughs> oh, um, like, what are you boys after him? No, no, no oh, <laughs> after the feeder. For feeder, yes. you know, I'm, I've got my hopes up again. It's been dashed. <laughs> They're back. Um, honestly, this is way just the, how these two came on uh, back on the, the it was market. A weird, really, it was a um, weird stipulation for the club yeah, to agree just, to, considering like, everyone knew Holbrook was under pressure. That was the weird think, thing about it. But I reckon they'll stay. But man, it's still I, destabilized it a little bit. And you know, yeah. someone could come in with a bigger offer. I don't know. I mean, all I it needs they, is a, a team that's got a I good think, chance. I think you're right. Uh, I think they want to stay. Um, yeah. But uh, Frog floated an interesting little theory yesterday about all these big name forwards uh, going to market at the end of the year, involving these two and Payne Haas. Well, I just think I I think if um, I think if Payne goes. I don't know whether he wants to. He's, he's run out of excuses now. Um, if he goes, I think the Broncos will make a massive play for Tino. Um, that would be a, a nearly a like-for-like like replacement because Tino's actually getting better. Uh, he's one of the top forwards in the game now. He's got size. He's got speed. Uh, good play. He's got a good set of bumpers, as we all know now. He's also got a great <laughs> ability to get suspended for tackling someone around the ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How so, is I, that I, a three-week yeah. suspension? Yeah. So, I look, if, if Payne goes, we save him. We. If, if Payne goes, the Broncos save a million bucks. Yeah, and I think they'd probably target someone like Tino or even... And I wouldn't mind buying if Fafita decided he want to come back home where he belongs. So, uh, look, if, if, way, if Payne went, we'll yeah. take one of them. But I, I, I think... I, I don't know. I, I, I'm leaning slightly towards Payne Huss staying at the Broncos, but... Who knows? Depend, depends how truthful he is about wanting to play for a winning club. Well, he might yeah. he might right, be lonely. He does come from New South Wales, so you know the old fucking excuse always is, oh, I'm lonely, I want to go home. So. I want to go home, even though, even though his whole family's up here. But that's right. I'm not bitter at yeah. all. Uh, we've got a f- we've got a few more transfer uh, rumours. Uh, the the, the Roosters are desperate. The Eels and the Raiders. I, I just put this in kind of so we could take the piss out of Phantom. Um, you know, world's greatest superstar, legend, rugby union, rugby league winger, Joseph Suali'i. Uh, apparently the Roosters are, will let him go if rugby try and get him early. Uh, I say good riddance, fuck off. You're not that good anyway. Yep. Well, I just, I just one of the most overrated players... Considering the players that we've got that are way better, that have come at around about the same time as him. So he's been, what, a couple of years, two years in first grade? Mate, he couldn't even make that, he could not even make that New South Wales side this year, which had a, a revolving door, uh, yeah. you know, selection policy. Seriously. Yeah. Who the fuck plays yeah. $1.6 million for a winger, by the way? For fuck's sake. Oh, rugby, because yeah. they, they thought it would rugby. hurt rugby league. 
which everyone's just laughed at. It's like, just fucking have him. I mean, look how good the Wallabies have got anyway. Like, they're, they, just, they're just outstanding. <laughs> oh, just... Yeah. Very yeah. irrelevant uh, What about now. Ethan Sanders' principle? Oh, this is a good one. To... Yeah, yeah, this is a good uh, one. Readers. So this is a... He's an up-and-coming player. So he played for the uh, under-19s uh, New South Wales team. But he's got really big raps on him. So yeah, okay. they've um, signed to him and that's actually... It's from 2025, I think. So they've... It's really planned ahead. Jesus, the um, future planning, yeah. <laughs> but he's meant to be really good. So it's sort of, I've read about him a few times, just obviously with the Raiders, things that I read. And um, it's pretty exciting, really, to get a player that's the next sort of best thing coming through in terms of halfbacks. He's very young, so it's not a sure thing. But, you know, this is the only way Raiders are going to get top players is to get them young and somehow make them stick around. So um, it's going to be really hard to get players when they're at the top of the game, especially halfback. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's good. The Raiders got to try something. At least they're, they're trying to make some moves for, for the future, which is good. Yep. No, it sounds good. Okay. All right, moving on to some beer bets. And Smokes, you actually won one for once. I everyone's beers, baby. And they tasted damn yeah. good. Mmm. Rabbitohs versus Broncos. Match of the round. Sunshine Coast Stadium. Obviously, Reece, all the talk has been about, oh, Latrell Mitchell is back and he's going to lead the Rabbitohs to the top four and be the big threat to Penrith. And all the other talk has been, oh, Nathan Cleary's back for Penrith. He's going to lead them to their third title. Reece Walsh, baby, flying under the radar. He's back too. He's not coming back from injury. He's coming back from suspension. He is fresh. He is fit. He is scoring two tries in this game into the Broncos winning. Four beers. You know what? Mm. Let's make it six You've got beers. so many, mate. Let's make, make it, it six Come beers. On. Oh, fine, eight. Let's go eight. <laughs> you've, got, you've got plenty of... I've got that I'll many. I'm going to be that far in front of us. Eight beers. Let's do it. I'll take it. Yep, I'm going to assume that. both of you will take right. it. So, yeah. Yep. We'll all take it, yep. All right. And then principles. Oh, look. I'm very uninspired, but I'm going to go. The Raiders will secure their top four spot for another week with an upset win in New Zealand. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Because every time I add things in, it just gets... Win. Yeah, don't, don't do just another 18 claiming. plus, for fuck's sake. I know, that's what I was about to say. Uh, 18 nil first half, yeah. and then... Yeah. Yeah. Games only went for 40 minutes, mate. Um, obviously, yeah. I am taking that. Yes, I think that would be a very I'm popular about one that take. action. All right, and then who's, who are the Ray... But, uh, Rooster's playing Titans. Oh, okay. Uh, you you, you better know. have one for him, Frog. Um, oh shit, I don't know, who cares, the, um, who are the Roosters playing? Titans. The Titans. Ah, oh, the Roosters to, <laughs> Roosters to beat the Titans and Teddy to come back and score a try, whatever. Sounds good, I'll take it, even though it's <laughs> yeah, probably a good chance it. of happening. I don't even know what your beer bets mean, so, but I'll, I'll put, what, four beers on Yeah, that. put four on, he doesn't have a lot to spend, so... Yeah. The theory is at the end of the year, they all figure out who needs to trade beers, That's right? true. So just... and, and you both, you, <laughs> you owe me a lot of beers for both seasons since I finished so far in front. I've, That's all I've right. Had them in, I've had them in my garage. You just haven't picked them I up. I've just got to come and pick them up. I, I'll, I'll swing by sometime <laughs> Sorry. next yeah, just, month. Just I'll tell you what, there's a lot of fucking beers in the garage up here, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to round 21. Let's go, boys. Uh, we've got the Dragons, West Tigers. Oh, the battle for the spoon. 
hotly contested. Exactly. But a good opportunity to watch a good opportunity to watch the Ashes instead. Um, I'll go the Dragons. Just because. Principal. Yeah, look, I don't care. I'm going to tip the Dragons. I'll be watching the um, World Cup, Soccer World Cup. Ah. Uh, that kicks off tomorrow. I'll yep. be flicking between the ashes. And I don't the Aussies really playing tomorrow yeah. or what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're playing Thursday. So Yeah, nice. That's the plan. thought I'd watch that. Frog, who are you tipping? I'm tipping Australia, who are currently one for 32. Oh, oh sorry, I'm going, to tip, I'm going to tip the Dragons. Oh, who's out? I'm also on uh, the Dragons. Uh, Aussies out, LBW. Ah, fuck. Okay, and then we've got New Zealand versus the Raiders. All right, Principal, I know where you're tipping. Raiders Uh, all the way. Smokes? I'll I'll go the Warriors. They're playing really top footy. They're at home as well. Yeah, Warriors. Uh, I'm Warriors for me and the Frog. And then we've got the Rabbitohs Broncos. Principal? Where's this Sunshine Coast? Yeah, I'm going to get the Broncos. Rabbitohs home game, but they've taken it to Sunny Coast Stadium. Um, Yeah, I think... Even Latrell back, he's going to be rusty. He's going to start a bit slower, I think. So, Broncos, yep. Yeah, Yeah, Rabbitohs are the favourites, which I'm surprised by. I'm really surprised by that. The Broncos got plays out. Uh, We've we've got some guys back. We're still missing a few. So, we get Huss, Carrigan and Walsh back. But we're still missing Flegler, Ricky and Corey Oates. There's still a couple of guys there. So, like... Whereas the Rabbitohs have pretty much got everyone difference. back. That, I think that's why Does they're favourites. They've got everyone back. But that's that, that, that's a bit money more for Broncos. Odds, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, money I think that's, Broncos. that's really good Broncos money. Yeah. Get on it. Load up. <laughs> Load up on the Broncos. Tip the Rabbitohs. Frog, who are you tipping, sorry? Yeah, just Broncos in a close one. Yeah, okay. All right, and then we've got the Titans Roosters. Principal, not Roosters, right? Not Roosters. Lock me in for the Titans. All right. Uh, uh, Smokes is yeah, Titans. I'm going to go Roosters. They've got to win at some fucking point. Well, you know what? Yeah. The Titans haven't I'm... beaten them for like I've read before for like eight years or seven years or something. So they're a bogey team. All right, I'm tipping the Storm for the Knights versus Storm. I think everyone's tipping uh, the Principal, Storm. Who are you tipping? <laughs> yep, Storm yeah, so. all around. I think. Yep. Frog. Yep. yep. Okay. And then we've got the Cowboys versus the Eels. Mm. Cowboys are the favourites. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm all about the Cows. Cow- Cowboys at home. Yeah, giddy up. You want a bit of a roll? Yep. Yep. Eels not having the greatest uh, couple of weeks. And then Panthers versus the Bulldogs. Okay, I think that's very obvious who's going to... It, it, <laughs> no it, it, it would Bulldogs, seem right? as though this may be Panthers all around. Panthers in a close one. Panthers by about 30. Well, <laughs> if Phantom was here, I'm sure he'd tip the Bulldogs. <laughs> he loves he's them. He's a fuckwit. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> a dollar for 13 Like seriously Like <laughs> Anyway And then the Sharks Versus Sea Eagles I'm going Sharks Because they're the favorites. I'm going upset it Manly Yeah Upset Sharks like are it. playing it's terrible uh, Sharks playing terrible But I'm going the bounce back factor After getting Belted last well, week Well thankfully so Manly sharks. Are not in the 8 So they are a chance <laughs> Yeah that's a good and point it's the, At points bet So it'll be Uh um, you know, home ground advantage for, for the Sharks. The Perico Manly. The Sharks. Manly. All right. Well, there we go, boys. That brings us to the end of this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Right on 40 minutes. Love it. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, you can follow us on Facebook and podcast services of your choice. Uh, until next week, boys. That, that definitely wasn't chat GPT just then. 
Signing off at one for 36. One for 36. No Come fun. on, Davey. Get some runs.